<laughs> All right, so this is our first um, podcast. It's called The Code Switch. We're three African-American women, and the basis of our podcast is the fact that we have to kind of be different people at work versus when we're at home. So we kind of want to explore that conversation as well as just discuss like current trends, TV shows. So it'll be kind of like a combination of a lot of different things. Um, so we'll see how it goes and eventually we'll open it up and would like to have um, discourse back and forth with our um, listeners. So thanks DJ for that wonderful introduction. Um, I think we can take a little time just to let our listeners know a little bit about ourselves. We have DJ here. Tom. 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 <laughs> and who are you? <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it suits okay. me. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, uh, we have DJ here. We have Tom and myself, O. Uh, we are all three working class girls. <laughs> no, working class. No, that's a stripper. <laughs> we are not working class. We, nothing's wrong with strippers, though, because you got to do what you got to do. But we're not strippers. We um, are corporate women. Yes. Um, and that's the basis of our podcast, which you stated before. <laughs> so I guess what we're going to do is explain or kind of give, uh, what are we going to do? <laughs> Tom over here eating pizza. <laughs> oh my Hi, God. listeners. <laughs> we got to get it together. It's Tom here. What my co-host is doing is this is basically a forum just not only for you I mean not only for us but also for you to really break down the adversities we have to suffer through on a daily basis being mm-hmm. three African American women um, or yeah three three black women really um, yeah. on a daily basis in our corporate environment yeah. yeah, it's a powerful discussion it's a discussion that needs to be had and this is a forum for you to also express yourselves yeah so are we going to just explain like our first Yes. Corporate experience yes. just to kind of kick it off. Let's yes. do that. Okay. So mm-hmm. who's first? Um, I think Tom should go first. Tom? Okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> if you're listening, I am <laughs> Okay. So my first corporate experience was at a Fortune 500 company um, in retail. Mm-hmm. And it was when oh, and y'all can both speak to this, I'm sure. When you get that first corporate like letter offer from like a big company, you just feel like so validated, which is bad. Yeah. But honestly, you go through all that school- schooling. Yes. And you finally get that corporate, and that's what everyone talks about when you're young, right? Working in an office. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a lawyer or a doctor, at least you're working in an office, yeah. so you're still on that status. So I got my offer from a Fortune 500 company. I think Fortune 2 or 100, actually. And I'm so excited. And Christmas Eve, they call me, and I'm thinking I'm good. Like, I signed my lease the day before. Like, I'm thinking I'm, I'm Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> they call me, and they rescind the offer. What? And why? Because they're going through a tough time, and they canceled my entire, like, my class. Okay. My class of people. And... Wow. It was like all that validation got stripped away. Because mm-hmm. you're so, so you deny other offers to get to that point. Mm-hmm. Right. And you just feel so humbled. Yeah. Not my fault, but still, like, now nah, I'm no job. 
out of grad school, parents celebrate, everyone's happy, and then it's just like, well, what's the next move? Yeah. Lucky for me, all the offers that I like declined, I did it respectfully in a nice way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't feel weird reaching back out to those recruiters, but I kind of felt like they could easily say no. Yeah. They could easily be like, no, thank you, we're full. And I think that's so important for people to realize like mm-hmm. the way we say no thank you to people you need to be very careful because you never know like sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. some of, especially if you don't have like the best experience you want to be like you and like you know say whatever but you have to be careful with how you say thanks but no thanks yes and oh I think that needs to be another topic for another day yes but O's cousin <laughs> <laughs> O's cousin um politely you know counter offered an offer and i think the way she she did that backfired with the the world (laughs) yes but long story short reached out to another company which was luckily just as big as that other company that i had my heart set on and started working for them and the the experience was bittersweet being from a multicultural place, I think, gave me a false perception of people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So be, so going from that to Midwest America was like, dang, people are really out here and really racist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No matter how much education you have, no matter how bright you are, people will still look at your skin color first. And yep. I thought, I college was one thing, but I was like, dang, like, I really have some growing up to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it definitely makes you grow up. Oh, yeah, for sure. DJ, do you want to tell? Yeah. Well, my experience was different, and I guess we'll get into, like, the overall kind of evolution of your career as we go along on the podcast. But I would say my first job was in a um, also a worldwide company um, in market research, and it was definitely a different experience, and it kind of set the basis for me in terms of like who I want to be as a leader. So I think that I was very lucky, lucky to start in that role. Cause even with the experience that I've had after that, I know kind of like right versus wrong and how you should be treated in different situations and how I want to treat other people, you know, as a leader within the organization. So my first experience was definitely, um, I would say it allowed me to grow as an individual. Um, So I was also in a, obviously a white dominated organization because that's basically how it is in corporate America. Um, But I reported up to the VP, which was very rare for you to start off as entry level employee reporting to someone at that level. Um, But she was just such an awesome leader that, was really open to different viewpoints and really wasn't, I would say, for lack of better words, like races, as you experience in your career, people who are not used to interacting with people from different backgrounds. But she really saw people for the value that you bring, and it wasn't really based on the color of your skin. So I didn't really see as many biases as I see or as I've saw as I've grown within my career. So I would say that it was a good experience and it set the tone for me um, in my career. Mm. Well, for, <laughs> for me, um, it's funny because everyone here has been a part of my experience because oh. I'm the youngest in the group. Oh, um, say that. Okay. I'm the baby. <laughs> so um, this is actually my first um, 
experience in corporate America. And it's definitely opened my eyes. I think coming in, I was very young and naive. Um, and I just saw the absolute 100% best in people. And I just thought, oh, everyone here is going to be an adult. So like adults are more mature than young people. Are. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Adults have it. And all how long did it take you to figure it out when you started? Like a week. Okay. okay. So, um, yeah. So, uh, contrary to DJ's experience, <laughs> I worked uh, directly for a director, and she. Um, <laughs> and she was a pretty much in that case. Um, yeah, it was a really rough experience. I just think that she was at a place in her life where she was very, um, insecure Mm -hmm. and not happy with herself. And she reflected that onto me, uh, rather than allowing me to grow and teaching me the ways and how to get on her level. She instead, I guess, was almost intimidated by me or something and Mm -hmm. really lashed out towards me. So I had a really horrible experience with that. But then on the contrary, I had another experience with my second boss (laughs) that was the exact opposite of that. And she was super empowering. I really don't know how I would have gotten through that first period um, of working in corporate America without her because she just really like you know, guided me and showed me the way. And she was really just like there for me, even when I was going through stuff with my other boss. So to me, one working for a woman, it was very interesting to see how different two women could be in the Mm. workplace. And I think they were both like extremes. Like you either have someone who's going to empower you and lift you up, or you have someone who's going to try their best to tear you down because they're unhappy. And that's also a a interesting topic that hopefully we can get to, you know, eventually in terms of not only like looking at it from, how you're treated as a black woman, but also like how you're treated by other women and just taking race out of it. But just even looking at like the treatment of women versus women within corporate America and the competitive environment and the hostility that's created. So that's like very interesting. and something that's like very present, you know, within the workplace. Yes. Yeah. Especially with my first role, I didn't, I didn't know that women wouldn't be for women. Mm-hmm. Until yeah. that right. role, yeah, right. which is so crazy. Yeah, because I never had a negative work experience before then. But I thought, oh, I worked for women before, and never a woman of my my race. So I was just like, all women are empowering. Yeah, that mm-hmm. and yeah. that was just not the case. Mm-hmm. So I think yeah. that's a great topic that we might need to circle back. Yeah, we to jot that down. Taking notes. Cool. So we've introduced ourselves. Um, let's see, what are we going to do next? <laughs> Uh, well, <laughs> well, I thought, you know, uh, we are big fans of Insecure here. Some of How us. Dare. Some <laughs> of us. <laughs> are you with me? Hey. Some of us. It's, uh, it's Tom here. And I don't watch Insecure. But we're First gonna, of all, we told you to watch it. Yes. Her homework was to watch it, and she wow. did not. Tell us wow. why you don't have time. No one slid the, the <laughs> HBO lobby. And that's what I'm talking about. First of all, I have Fire no Stick, the broken one. one. <laughs> so I can't slide you nothing because I ain't paying for cable. It's not, <laughs> it's not happening. No one slid the login, and I got homework. Tom, it's okay. We're going to fill you in. Okay. I'm familiar. We're going to fill you in. Did you watch the second season? 
She has to watch the second season. You didn't even watch the show entirely at all. No, never. I've never seen the show. I don't know. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back it up. Back her up. <laughs> okay. We are looking for a new member of our podcast. First episode is. applications in. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Long day angle. laughs> oh my goodness. I can't. So okay. we can't even talk about I mean, you we can't. Okay. I'm going to. Right. This listen, we, we're going to. Okay, I, I'm gonna fill you in. Okay, I'm gonna ask a lot of questions in. Okay, oh my not gosh. too many. I need you to I watch cannot this. take Did all you of get the a fire stick? Yes. Yeah, I will slide you my login. I don't know how to work it. Amazon, we're taking advertising. <laughs> Shout, <laughs> out. Out. Shout out to my fire stick, <clears throat> Alexa. Play, why haven't you watched this show yet? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna fill you in. I'm going to fill you in. You're gonna fill her in for all the seasons. No, 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 no. I'm no, just gonna because no. our topic of discussion mm-hmm. is Issa's living situation in the first episode okay. of season three. Okay. Okay. okay, what's her living? Situation? So this is her living situation. Her and her boyfriend broke up last season. She was messy. They broke up because of this guy she cheated on him with, mm-hmm. who was also a friend of hers. She's mm-hmm. now living with said guy that she cheated on her boyfriend with. But her boyfriend is no longer. But her boyfriend show, is no so. longer in the picture, no longer oh, in the show. Oh, so then what's wrong with the situation? They're I not mean, together. They're they're living as friends. As friends, yeah, so she's, she's sleeping on the, on the couch. He's actually like sleeping with other people while while she's, she's living there. there. Is she bothered by it? Yes. Because yeah. yeah. she likes him. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like they both like each other. Yeah, he's doing it because he's just trying to get back oh. at her. Yeah, because she happened. won't like be with him. So okay. he's like, okay, if you're not going to be with me, then right. you know. So I just want to get y'all's perspective on that on one would you ever do something like that and two what is the most uncomfortable living situation you've ever had or heard of Mm, that's interesting i feel like with her situation right now she doesn't have any money true they're in california you so So right it's like crazy where six people live in a one bedroom right so i feel like i would do it if i was in that situation where i didn't have anywhere else to go she said like his house is like close to her job, yeah. so it's like, okay, it's convenient. Yeah. But I feel like it would get to a point where I wouldn't want to take advantage, because I don't like personally like living off of anybody, yeah. so I feel like it would have to be like two weeks, and then I'm out of there, yeah. but I understand the situation. Um, but in terms of from a relationship standpoint, I would never want to be forced into a relationship based on a bad situation. And there's like a lot of people who are in relationships now that are long-term, because they got into a situation like that where they had to move in and then it just gradually like transitions into this like relationship that you never wanted. consciously like wanted yeah, to be yeah. in a relationship, but, but it's it just, it's easy. It's convenient, yeah. Yeah. but it's and not then you're really staying together you because right. it's convenient. Right. right. And I don't want a convenient relationship. Yeah. So that's my take on it. That's real. Um, I really didn't like any of my exes. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh my God. so I need a place to stay. <laughs> I've seen a mess. I'm gonna keep it so real. So now I am married. So if mm-hmm. me, you know, God forbid, but if me and my husband were ever break up, I really like him. So <laughs> that would be a situation where I really like someone, but I'm living with them, and yeah. I've never been. And then you be back together. Like, yeah. come on, if uh, you've been with somebody. Do you really think that you can live with them absolutely and be not. and have a platonic relationship? No, absolutely. I, not. I agree. I agree. 
<laughs> and it's not even like, oh, I had a crush on him. Like, they've slept together. Right. Yeah. So it's like, okay, you've crossed that line. That's fair. Right. You're forever going to be across the line. You can't go back. Right. So uh, it's a no for me, dog. It's a no for me, dog. That's on the show, right? Yes. Yeah. She doesn't want to live with her best friend for some reason. I think the last um, experience they had living together was not pleasant. But I, I for me... I come from a really large family, which you both know, Mm -hmm. and I just feel like I just have 10,000 family members and somebody is just going to have to take me in. Right. Right. Whether it's my mother and father or somebody else, but somebody is going to need to take me in. I've fallen on hard times and I need help. So somebody take me in. Mm -hmm. That's real. So. What if you have no one? But her brother is there too. Oh. But her brother is with boyfriend. (laughs) And her brother is a character. So that's not going to work. Yeah. I feel like she needs to keep it moving unless she's looking to be in a, in a relationship then yeah. you can stay but yeah, she I needs feel to like, like it's be with him I don't she's know if it's going to end in a good way it's not going to end well yeah. especially if he's bringing other people into the house and stuff Yeah, even if he may not and I don't know the show but even if he's not doing it maliciously it's always going to feel malicious yeah because we had something, and now you're just gallivanting with other people yeah. in front of my face. And right. she even told him, and like, you if you're going to bring... Smacked. Yeah. Because right. <laughs> I don't care whether you're or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she even told him, like, if you're going to bring girls over, like, let me know. So I, like, I don't have to listen to that. Right. And he really texts her. Like, no. No. Just don't bring girls over. Ooh. Me telling you But you, you that, can't tell him, but that's but the thing. It's like, it's like a... It's, it's just okay. a messy situation. So that's another topic. I feel like a subtopic when women express themselves and they're like, just leave or go. And then the person actually does it. Yeah. Like, fault. where are you right. going? I'm not you at fault. You gave the direction. Listen, if I say. Do the opposite of what I say. Exactly. <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> if I say go, you better sit down. <laughs> right. <laughs> where are you going to? Right. So. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like it's such a weird living situation. Yeah. And it's really, and she's on the couch. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to question your gentleman. Like, yeah. But he said after, so the second episode, he uh, offered his bed because he was working, like, he's in the studio. Okay. So, you know, one of those, a producer. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> one of those. Oh, the shade. Listen, you're starting up your music career. Don't be discouraged. <laughs> Despite DJ. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine, oh, but you know. You know, yeah. <laughs> but you know, so okay. Subtopic. When someone does come to you and they preach that they're living out their creative dreams, how long is too long? Because was it oh um, two days in the game for like a, ten for years a minute, or something like that? For a minute, yeah. And he just got married. Yeah. Yeah, because probably she was. She did not know. She was and like, you know what? It's really like. It's really funny because I've had this conversation with people who are like in the industry or who are athletes and they just feel like, oh, girls only want you when you're like established. But at the same time, I feel like men need to understand where we're coming from. So for people like us who are like people who work hard, like mm-hmm. we actually have, you know, our ish sort of together. Oh, yeah. I got it. You know? We got it together. <laughs> <laughs> they got it together, y'all. There's two um, types of popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> with, so, with Olivia Pope wine glass. Wait, so, so. <laughs> so for people like us, it's like, do I do I help you out while you, you know, get to your dream? I or feel like, okay. Are like, you just now taking advantage of the situation? For me, I don't mind helping 
a man out. Like we're together legit and we're building something together mm-hmm. and I see progress. Like I don't necessarily feel as though like you have to be in the corporate world because I am. And I feel like it's very important for people to pursue their dreams, whatever it may be. If you want to be an artist, if you want to be a musician, if you want to be a producer, whatever the case may be, like I want you to be happy with your life and I'm there to support you, but there has to be progress that is being made. Yeah. So I don't mind like being there because I feel like when you're in love with someone, you're in a relationship, you're looking to build each other up. And I can't say that, oh, this is better than this because there's people who are making a lot of money who are miserable. So it's not just about that. And I don't feel though, I mean, I wouldn't look at it that way, but it's more so of like, are you doing something? Are you proactively going after your dreams? Now, yeah. If I get, if I come home from work and you laid out on the couch, that's the problem. Eating pizza, mm-hmm. yeah. drinking a forty or whatever it may be, it's like okay, that's a problem. But if you're out and you're pursuing your dreams, then I don't have a problem holding it down, like financially, yeah. for a period of time. Yeah, yeah. And I definitely feel like you can see when someone has potential and when someone is a hard worker and when someone you know, okay. I can see this guy is driven. He's mm-hmm. going to work hard. So even if what he's looking into does not end up being what he should do, and maybe he needs to look for something else. But the fact that you're a driven human being, like I'm, right. I'm okay with you chasing your dreams. Cause I know you're going to work hard to achieve whatever you need to achieve. Right. But like DJ said, um, when you're like, I come home and you've been home all day, laid out mm. on the couch, you're still laid out on the couch and you're in the clothes you wore <laughs> three days ago. Three days. Right. Um, it might be time for you to, you know, get up and go do something. That's real. And I feel like you have to have a hustler's mindset. So even if you're pursuing your dreams, you better be working some one or two odd jobs on the side to, you know, get money together because you, you got to work hard. Absolutely. And I feel like that's what made me confused. Yeah. Begins as, oh, she just wants me cause I'm popping or whatever mentality, yeah. but you can pop at anything. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I think that's where you see that drive mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. That hustler mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, even if someone is working three jobs through college, he's not obviously not going to be the next two chains, but you see him get up every day, go to school, mm-hmm. work these two jobs, I don't know, deliver pizzas at night and get maybe four hours of sleep. Like, you know, despite mm-hmm. what this person's doing right now, mm-hmm. in the future, they will succeed at anything that they do. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, all about it's all drive. About the, yeah. All yeah. All and the mindset. Drive. It's all about drive. Yes. So I think that uh, concludes our segment for today, guys. Yeah, this that was has fun. Been so yeah. much fun. <laughs> um, thank you, ladies, for a wonderful time. Yeah, and I guess um, just tune in. We should have our next podcast up within the next week or so. So very excited and excited to explore different conversations with you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for tuning in on the Code Switch. Ah. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>